عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وكأي من نبي قاتل معه ربيون كثير وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم المسلمون كرجل واحد إن اشتكى عينه اشتكى كله وإن اشتكى رأسه اشتكى كله أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام Most honorable, respected brothers and elders in Islam The current state of affairs of the Ummah and the difficulty and atrocities which the Ummah is suffering in all the different parts of the world especially in Palestine and Syria is something which is not hidden from anybody People are being bombarded, hospitals are being targeted, ambulances are being destroyed Basic necessities of life are being barred from our Muslim brothers and sisters. This is definitely something which causes pain to every and each individual on hearing such type of news and this ought to cause us pain and it ought to cause us distress because Rasulullah has mentioned to us that we are one body as an ummah the entire ummah is like one person al-muslimuna ka rajulin wahid the entire muslim ummah is like one unit one body in ishtaka ra'suhu ishtaka kullu if the person has a headache then it's not only his head which is paining the entire body goes into distress and if the eye is paining then it is not only the eye that goes into distress in isolation rather the entire body goes into distress the entire body suffers sometimes from insomnia sometimes the body will go into a fever to rectify the problem that is in one part of the body we ought to feel the pain and we will feel distressed on humanitarian grounds on the grounds of being brothers and sisters in Islam however we need to understand that there is no place for despondency and depression in Islam our deen does not advocate depression and despondency while we feel the pain and while while we feel, feel the distress and we ought to feel it, we should never allow ourselves to become utterly depressed and despondent because then we will fall into the trap of shaitan. Shaitan wants us to become totally depressed with whatever we're hearing with negative media. He wants us to become depressed and, depressed and de- despondent so that we sit back and we don't look forward, we don't look at the positive and we don't do anything that can bring about a positive change within our own lives and within the entire ummah at large then we will fall into the trap of shaitan rather our deen advocates positivity our deen advocates that we look at life with the eye of lesson we take a lesson from all the incidents and occurrences that occur around us and we look into Islam and we look into history and we look into Quran and Hadith for guidance and the solution so let us look into history and let us see what guidance and solution we can find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is presenting before us when we look into history we find that in the initial stages of Islam the great battle of Badr took place and in that great battle of Badr Sahaba were the minority 313 ill-equipped facing thousand fully equipped armed to their teeth it was so to say an apparent walk over victory but the assistance of Allah was with the believers and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted the believers a walk over victory and then we find the battle of Uhud came and in this battle Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decided that the believers will go through a temporary difficulty a temporary turn of events where the kuffar came from the back and we know the incident the archers moved from the mountain pass and they did not follow the command the direct command of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam yes because of a misjudgment 
was not intentional. But because they moved slightly away from the command of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Allah subhanahu wa taala turned the whole event. Let Allah turn the let Allah turn 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 the whole scenes around. Where the kuffar were running away, when Abu Sufyan came from the mountain pass and they sandwiched the believers in between, it was total chaos and anarchy. Where the Muslims could not even recognize who was a believer and who was a non-believer. In total accident, the believers killed even one of the father of the Sahaba radiyallahu anhum. It was chaos and anarchy. Seventy Sahaba radiyallahu anhum became martyrs on this occasion. Whereas Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was within their midst, it was an occasion in the presence of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam himself. And Nabi sallallahu himself got injured and wounded in this battle so naturally the muslims and the sahaba radiyallahu anhum were grieved at the fact that they never experienced that walk over victory that they experienced in badr so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed verses which became verses of the quran sharif wala tahinu wala tahzanu and we can take lesson from these words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which will be lesson for the entire of mankind right till the day of qiyamah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala consoles the believers and Allah tells the sahaba radiyallahu anhum don't be over grieved and don't be despondent you will be victorious provided you hold on to the dictates of Allah you hold on to the commands of Allah you are believers in the true sense if you are believers in the true sense sense Allah will grant you victory. Look at it positively. Look at it from another light. That if you are suffering some level of defeat, victory, uh, suffering, people are becoming, uh, people are getting killed, people are getting injured. If you are suffering this, then on their side also there is also suffering. They are also experiencing killings. They are also experiencing injuries. They are also experiencing pain. So don't only look at your difficulty and your pain. Take solace from the fact that they are also suffering. And Allah says, That these are the days which we alternate between the people. This is in the total wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That sometimes Allah grants victory and sometimes Allah grants defeat. In the battle of Badr, it was a total victory. In the battle of Uhud, Allah decided that there will be a temporary sort of challenge and sort of difficulty that the Sahaba would have to go through. This is the decision of Allah, it's within the wisdom of Allah. Allah goes further on to explain that everything which Allah does, nothing is devoid of His wisdom, nothing is devoid of His plan. Even in defeat also, Allah has kept wisdom. Even in defeat also, Allah has kept immense wisdom. And Allah goes on to explain, what are these wisdoms? So Allah highlights four things. Wisdoms behind defeat also. Allah says, number one, that through this test through this test that you will go through the munafiqeen the hypocrites will become exposed who are the true believers and who are the hypocrites will come to will come to light will become totally clear who is your friend and who is not your friend everybody will now be well aware of who are the hypocrites who are your true friend a wise person once said success will expose you to the world but failure will expose the world to you success will expose you to the world you will reach the pinnacle of glory you will reach your success you will become famous people will come to know about you but when you go through failure and you go through difficulty then at that time failure will expose the world to you then you will know who will stand by your who will stand by you and who will who will desert you who will be your true friend and who will be there only for the good times. So Allah says, That the munafiqeen, the hypocrites and the true believers will become totally apparent to everybody. It will become distinguished. And the second wisdom, 
Another wisdom behind the defeat is that Allah will allow and grant martyrdom to many amongst you. Allah will grant martyrdom through this to many of, of the people amongst you. In other words, martyrdom is something which is an extremely great thing. And this is a gift that Allah is granting to many amongst you through this apparent difficulty, through this apparent cause that has to play out. Martyrdom is a great virtue. It is something that we cannot even imagine. In another verse of the Quran Sharif, Allah explains also with regards to, also with regards to the martyrs of Uhud. Abdullah bin Abbas explains the background to this verse of the Quran Sharif. He mentions that Rasulullah said that your brethren who have passed away in the battle of Uhud, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed their souls in green birds and they are roaming about in Jannat and they are drinking from the rivers of Jannat and they are enjoying the fruits of Jannat and they are enjoying the shade under the golden chandeliers of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So whilst they were physically enjoying all of this, they said that who will convey a message to our brothers in this world and inform them that we are extremely happy here. We are not going through anything difficulty, we are extremely happy. <coughs> so that when they hear this message, then they will also be rejuvenated. They will remain enthusiastic to, re- to continue fighting in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I will convey your message. And Allah revealed these verses to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They don't think that the martyrs are dead. Rather they are alive. Every person is alive in his grave. We don't believe in the world being the be all and the end all. But the martyr is granted a special type of life. He can roam about in Jannat. Secondly, they are already enjoying the bounties of Jannat, the sustenance of Jannat. From the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inda rabbihim yurzaqoon. Thirdly, farihina bima atahum allahu min fadlih. They have been granted perpetual happiness with the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are already, have got their guarantee of jannat. They are already blessed with perpetual happiness. Farihina bima atahum allahu min fadlih. Wa yastabashiruna billadheena lam yalhaqu bihim min khalfihim. And fourthly, they receive news of those who they left behind. What good deeds they are carrying out. And this makes them happy. This news comes to them. They receive this news. Live update. They receive live update of the good deeds that those who they left behind are carrying out. And this makes them happy. Some of us didn't explain that when a relative of this person or a close friend of this person is about to pass away, then this martyr is informed of this person's coming, of this person's arrival, and he becomes extremely happy about this. So he gets this information. This is the meaning of So a martyr is a a privilege. It's a very great privilege and favor that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses only his chosen servants with. Part of the wisdoms of going through this difficulty and enduring this atrocities, Allah is explaining. Allah does not love the oppressors. Another benefit is that through this Allah will cleanse the believers through of all their sins that they might have committed. This is a cleansing process. They are cleansed of their sins. And when they go into the akhirah, they are extremely clean and pure. And they road to Jannat and their passage to Jannat is so easy. 
and together with that this atrocity and difficulty or temporary defeat that you may call it is a means of the overall destruction of the kuffar because when the kuffar will enjoy will, will enjoy this temporary victory and they will become arrogant and they will become proud and they will begin to immerse themselves in even more transgression and wrongdoing until this will reach a height and a point where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's whoop will then come down and Allah will then destroy them. So overall this will become a means of the total destruction of the kuffar. So a Muslim is never in a point where he becomes despondent where he despairs, rather he always looks forward. He takes lesson from history, he takes lesson from the Quran Sharif and Ahadith and he understands what he needs to do. He understands that his work is to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We don't need to understand why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is commanding us to do what. We don't need to understand the wisdoms behind the decisions of Allah. Our duty is only to have total conviction that whatever Allah is doing is within the command of Allah, it's within the wisdom of Allah. We only need to have total conviction that Allah is in control and no decision of Allah is devoid of wisdom. There is no decision of Allah that is devoid of wisdom, whether we understand it or we don't understand it. Many a times a person goes through something within his life and he only understands the wisdom later on in his life. When he becomes older, then he understands the wisdom. Oh, this difficulty that I went through, it was actually a blessing in disguise. And sometimes a person will not even understand it in this world. But it doesn't mean that that, that, that occurrence was devoid of wisdom. It doesn't mean that it was bad for him. It's just that he didn't understand it. So our work is not to understand every wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rather, our work is to have total conviction in the wisdom of Allah. That every command and every decision of Allah, whether, whether on a global scale or whether in my personal life, every decision, whether I'm going through difficulty or I'm going through ease, everything is within the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is not devoid of any wisdom, whether I understand the wisdom or I don't understand the wisdom. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. Akhir da'wan alhamdulillahi rabbil alayhi. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah. Ashadu an la ilaha illa أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله 
الحمد لله الحمد لله القائل والذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات أولئك أصحاب الجنة هم فيها خالدون فنحمد وحمدا كثيرا كلما يحمد الحامدون نشكر شكرا جزيلا كلما يشكر الشاكرون ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فيا أيها الناس أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون ويقول الله عز وجل أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الدنيا سجن المؤمن وجنة الكافر وكما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام والله سبحانه وتعالى يقول وبقوله يهدد المهتدون وإذا قرئ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات وذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم لسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يتع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصيهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا وولانا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأصدقهم حيان عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه وقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيدة شباب أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنه اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل صحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وقير أمتي قرني ثم الذي يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعد والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون وقال تعالى فاذكروني يذكركم أشكروا لي ولا تكفروا There are straight now, so hope we ensure that our heels are in a straight line, filling all the gaps. الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين
سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصل النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حميده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حميده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وأصحابه وبارك سلم ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكون من الخاسرين اللهم أسلح لنا شأننا كله ولا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرفة عين اللهم أسلح ذات بيننا واهدنا سبل السلام فنجنا من الظلمات إلى النور فجنبنا الفواحش ما ظهر منها وما بطن اللهم بارك لنا فيما رزقتنا ولا تذهب طلبنا إلى شيء صرفته عنا اللهم لا مانع لما أعطيت ولا معطي لما منعت ولا راد لما قضيت ولا ينفع ذا الجد منك الجد ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم تب علينا إنك أنت تواب الرحيم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون سلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين